Randy Bachman's Vinyl Pack, brought to you by You Discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music. I'm Randy Bachman, and this is the Vinyl Tap Podcast. Put on your seatbelts and get ready for a ride in the rock and roll time machine, and we're going to celebrate music from yesterday and today, glue it together with some stories and memories, and this week we're driving around in the gigantic state, or you could call it a country, of Texas. This is the Texas Jam. Many, many bands are from Texas, and great, great music comes out of Texas. I have a couple of stories I will tell you later on about the Texas Jam that I did with Van Halen way, way back in the 80s. We're going to kick off with the probably the most famous little old band from Texas. Billy Gibbons, Dusty Hill, and Frank Beard. They are called ZZ Top. 1983, this is from the album Eliminator. They were formed in 1969, and they are still rocking in the free world. Unfortunately, Dusty Hill passed away, but they're still going forward. From Texas, ZZ Top, sharp-dressed man. The man from Texas who wore the hat, the Zorro hat, in an old Stratocaster with SRV on it. His name was Stevie Ray Vaughan. From his album called Texas Flood, he was born in 1954. He passed away in a very unfortunate helicopter accident. But here we are to celebrate 1983 Stevie Ray Vaughan from Texas, Pride and Joy. We're celebrating Texas Jams, and I'm coming up next is a guy who lives in Dallas. He's from Dallas. His name is Don Henley. He's one of the world's greatest singing drummers and songwriters, and it's very, very hard to sing, lead, and play drums at the same time, because when you're singing, you get to phrase things a little differently. You can wait a bit and rush some words, or you can start some words ahead of time with a pickup or a grace note, but when you're drumming, you've got to play right on the beat and your brain has to really separate or else you end up sounding like a robot and this guy is one of the greatest doing it. Many years ago I played a gig in downtown Dallas. It was with my band, it was for the richest man in Texas, you can imagine. And this was right downtown Dallas, playing at his wife's birthday party was me and Burton Cummings, his backman Cummings. This is a big tent in their yard, a giant circus tent. In the next tent he had the Moody Blues who played an hour before us and then in the tent next to us that played after us was Stevie Ray Vaughan. So this guy had three gigantic world acts. He paid incredible money. But his next door neighbor, who also had acreage right downtown in this ritzy, richy, rich part of town, was Mr. Don Henley. The drummer, the leader, the singer, and the writer in the Eagles. Eagles are still going today after several decades. I remember when they opened for BTO in the early 70s, or maybe 73 or 4. They had one record out on the radio. But they have gone on and established Eagles as one of the greatest rock groups of all time. People have come and gone from that band. They continue on now, even after the passing of Glenn Fry with his son Deacon and Vince Gill, the great guy from Nashville, who's one of the world's greatest guitar players and singers and writers. He's also joined the Eagles, so they continue onward. Don Henley and his gang called the Eagles, 1975, one of these nights. Hey, it's Randy here. And for a full list of songs played on this podcast, visit randybackman.com and click the link. Here's a guy I've admired for years, and especially his hookup with my buddy Neil Young. His name is Mr. Stephen Stills. He's from Texas. The band was formed in 1966-67. They are called Buffalo Springfield. Here's a song written by Stephen Stills. 
the beginnings of country rock. This reached the top 60 on Billboard, but it's forever at number one in my heart. The way he plays and sings the song, he's got a great voice. And the Buffalo Springfield, if you remember back then, were Neil Young, Bruce Palmer on bass, Dewey Martin on drums, Stephen Stills, and Richie Furey. The album was called For What It's Worth. They had three singles, but here's my favorite from that album, 1967. Stephen Stills, A Guy From Texas, Buffalo Springfield, a song called Bluebird. Now we're going to give you two brothers in a family called the Winter Family. Johnny Winter and his brother Edgar Winter. They grew up together, Johnny Winter with the blue sky, who just played his guitar and played it like mad. He played incredible slide guitar on a Gibson Thunderbird. And his younger brother, Edgar, played every other instrument. So they would get together and play, and Edgar would play everything. They had their own separate careers, but now that Johnny has passed away, Edgar Winter has done an album of all Johnny's songs with other blues guys joining in. It's a really great album. You want to look that up. Tribute to Johnny Winters. But we're going to go back to Johnny Winters rolling and tumbling, showing how he played great slide guitar. This is from 1968. These guys grew up, they were both albino. They both had pure white hair. They both had very white skin. I've done shows with them. My brother Tim, for a while, was a promoter in Winnipeg. And whenever Johnny Winters played a gig for him, he wouldn't go on stage until he sat there and watched All of the Family with Archie Bunker. That was his favorite show. And he'd have to watch that. And it would be on at like 9 o'clock at night. And Johnny would not go on stage until the end of that. Anyway, Edgar Winter, Rock and Roll Hoochie with Rick Derringer in the band. So we're going to give you back-to-back. Johnny Winter, 1968, Rolling and Tumbling. And a few years later, Edgar Winter Band featuring Rick Derringer in 1972 with Rock and Roll Hoochie Several years ago, I had the I had an impulse to do an album as a power trio. And I've, amazingly enough, I found two women who played really great. Uh, Anna Reddick played incredible bass, and Dale Ann Brennan played incredible drums. And I got them together the first time they were ever together, but I had a hunch they would play well, and they played fantastic. So I wrote this song called Wild Texas Ride, and I want to dedicate it to them. And it's from an album called Heavy Blues that I had incredible guest artists on do solo guitars. I had Peter Frampton, Robert Randolph on a track, Neil Young on a track, Canadian Luke Doucette from Whitehorse on a track, and the amazing, this was the first guy aboard, Joe Bonamassa on a track. So this is from my album with my power trio with Anna Ruddick and Dale Ann Brendan. Let's rock. Wild Texas Ride. Now one of the bright lights from Texas was Paradise from the Dashboard Lights, written by Jim Steinman and sung by Meatloaf. His real name was Michael Lee Aday. As a child, his dad called him Meatloaf, and that stayed with him for the rest of his life. I remember doing a show with him in Edmonton, Alberta, at the university in the week between Christmas and New Year's. So I think it was New Year's Eve or New Year's Eve Eve the day before. I was on with my band about 10. I had to get off at like 11.15, and then he was going to go on and play through midnight on New Year's Eve. So I remember walking into my dressing room, and there he was, Michael Lea Day, sitting there in his underwear, on a chair, and so what do you say to the guy? Say, hi, meat. I made a call him meat. Hi, meat, how are you? And he says, I'm fine, but I don't think I can sing. I've lost my voice. And he said, you know, it doesn't matter. It's New Year's Eve, everybody's blotto out there. You just gotta start singing your song, and guess what, they'll sing it with you. And he got dressed in his big, like, tuxedo thing, and he went out and did a killer show. It was fantastic. So I wanna dedicate that moment in my memory to him. He has passed away but his memory lives on. Here he is, 1977, Meatloaf, part of the Texas Jam, Paradise by Dashboard Lights. 
We've already played Stevie Ray Vaughan. Now his brother, Jimmy Vaughan, was in his band called The Fabulous Thunderbirds. Here's a song of theirs from 1986, written by Kim Wilson, who was the lead singer and harmonica player. The album was called Tough Enough, from Texas, The Fabulous Thunderbirds, Tough Enough. That was The Fabulous Thunderbirds with Tough Enough, featuring Jimmy Vaughan, lead guitarist. There's a band that was formed in L.A., because they were great, great studio musicians. They were Steve Lukather on guitar, David Page on keyboards, Bobby Kimball on vocals, Jeff Percaro on drums. They were incredible. Their first big album they did was with Boss Skaggs. They were so good, they were recording this in Richard Perry's studio, Studio 66 on Melrose, and Burton Cummings was recording his album there, and I was recording my album there. So when it gets time for you to do your band tracks, you ask this band to back you up. Then they became Toto. Their lead singer was a native Texan by the name of Bobby Kimball. He had that incredible voice. You hear him singing on all of the Toto's hits, Africa, and this song called Hold the Line. Here we go with the native Texan, Bobby Kimball, singing the lead on this, Hold the Line, 1978, Toto. You're listening to the Vinyl Tapcast. All the songs I'm playing are available on Spotify. To find them, go to randybackman.com slash vinyltap and hit the link at the bottom of the page. You'll find the songs there. We are doing the Texas Jam. Bands from Texas and Canadians who live and rock and roll in Texas. We're going to open this section with a song written by the great Don Nix. This is a song that everybody everywhere knows in the whole world. It's called Going Down. The most famous version is with Jeff Beck and Rod Stewart, but this is the original by Freddie King, who was born in Gilmer, Texas. What's important about this song is it's a jam song. We're going to be playing Canada Day at, in the Canadian Consulate in Tokyo, where I will be playing Taking Care of Business and exchanging a guitar I bought to trade to Kishi, who's got my stolen guitar of 50 years gone. I haven't seen this guitar in 50 years, but he's owned it. And he will walk out in the middle of taking care of business and hand me my guitar, and I'll hand him the one I bought, which is its twin from 1957. This is a big celebration, July 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th. July the 4th, we play a rock and roll classic club, and we've been asked by the guys who frequent this club. Everybody goes to this club after their gig. So we're going to be jamming together, and there's a couple of my songs they want to do, and then there's other songs that you do that the world knows so one of them will be Get Back, the Beatles song. Another one will be, you know, Johnny Be Good. And, of course, Going Down. And we're going to play the one by Freddie King. So I dedicate this to Don next, Freddie King. I played with him in Calgary. Typical Calgary weather. It's 80 above. The clouds come, it rains. The whole place is soaked. Then the rain goes away, the sun comes out, and we're sitting there in humid. They wipe off the stage. This guy comes out, Freddie King comes out, wearing a red wool suit with a red vest and a flying V, and he does this song going down. I'm amazed to see this guy. He's one of the kings. We've got Albert King, B.B. King, and Freddie King. From Gilmer, Texas, here's Freddie King with the standard, 1971, the original, going down. After I'm through jamming that song with Tal and all the Tokyo musicians, I am then coming home, resting up for a week, and joining my buddy Burton Cummings 
and we are touring Ontario. So for those of you who are Ontario, we are playing Peterborough, Ontario on July the 17th, the Bud Amphitheater the 19th, and we're going to play London, Ontario the 20th, Kempville on the 22nd, which is near Ottawa, and back to St. Catharines on the 23rd. So Backman Cummings is that we're celebrating our box set, which is seven CDs and seven pieces of vinyl with hits from the Guess Who, Backman Turn Overdrive, Burton's solo album, and my solo album. You can Google this. It's a great, big, beautiful box set with a booklet and pictures of about 30 or 40 pages. It's quite incredible. And Burton and I will be out celebrating our the music we created, the soundtrack of our lives and your life. Here's a guy I totally love. His name is Gordy Johnson. His band is called Big Sugar. And amazingly enough, he's one of Canada's great power trio guitar player singers. And he lives in Austin, Texas. That's why he's on this show. This is 1986, Gordy Johnson and Big Sugar with Diggin' a Hole. Here's a guy I've known forever. The band is called America. His name is Jerry Beckley. He was born in Fort Worth, Texas. I've done many, many gigs with him over the years. The last great one was in New Zealand. I was with Fred Turner. We were called Bachman Turner. Jerry was there with America, and Pat Benatar was our opening act. The three of us played all over New Zealand. It was an amazing time for all of us. Here he is from 1975. America, by the way, was Dewey Bunnell, Dan Peake, and Jerry Beckley. They were three American kids stuck on a base in England where their fathers were in the Air Force. Uh, they started a band together. They longed to come home. They called themselves America. They got very, very lucky that they got a producer by the name of George Martin, who in between Beatles did these guys and other projects. So this is produced by George Martin, 1975, America, with a hit called Sister Golden Hair. We're going to continue with music from Texas and Canadians who are living in Texas. This lady uh, took a single by Irma Franklin and made it her own. Her name was Janice Joplin. She was Texas's great blues singer. I met her in the late 60s when she was playing with Big Brother and Holding Company in San Francisco. I played with her in the train on the Festival Express in the summer of 1970 when that train went right across Canada and stayed up all night jamming in the train with her and the rest of the band, which was basically Jerry Garcia, the guys from Mountain, the guys from The Birds. It was an amazing time. This is written by Jerry Ragavoy and Burt Burns. Here's Janis Joplin. Oh, and I also got to play with Big Brother and Holding Company again. If you can believe this, I got a call. Do you want to play nude stock? And I said, are you kidding? What do you mean? They said, it's a nudist colony, but they want to have a thing like Woodstock. And Big Brother and Holding Company are playing it, as is Quicksilver Messenger Service, all these bands from San Francisco. And I said, do I have to play nude? And they said, no, no, the bands can wear their clothes, but we want to warn you that the audience, it's, it's a nudist colony. So we went and did this, and it's really weird because nobody's wearing anything and they have nowhere to put their wallets or their car keys so they wear these little things around their neck their little pouches or they wear an apron like a carpenter's apron with all these hooks and stuff in that's my memory of big brother and holding company but here they are backing janis joplin with burt burns jerry ragavoy hit peace of my heart 1969. now the little ben from texas comes back and visits us written by billy gibbons who's the lead singer main writer and great guitar player in ZZ Top. They were BTO's opening act in the mid-70s, and we brought them to Canada for their first trip in Canada when we toured coast to coast. And so I've known Billy Gibbons a long, long time. Here they are from 1983, and he still lives in Dallas, and the song is called Legs. And this guy put his own middle initial in his name. 
He's now known everywhere as The Reverend, or Billy F. Gibbons, and you can guess what the F stands for. There's Billy F. Gibbons with legs. Now we're going to veer over to Tom Cochran and his band Red Rider in a song called Big League because a lot of Canadians go down south to Texas. Cordy Johnson's down there from Big Sugar, and Tom Cochran has a place down there just outside of Austin, Texas, and that's why Tom is on this Texas rock show. He lives in Texas. Here's Tom Cochran and Red Rider, 1988, written by Tom. The song is called Big League. I hope you're enjoying this online edition of Vinyl Tap. If you want to send us a mail, send it to mailbag at randysvinyltap.com. If you've got a real mail, send it to Randy's Vinyl Tap, P.O. Box 2100, Sydney, B.C., Canada, V8L3S6. Tragically Hip, live at the Roxy, May 3rd, 1991. The first new live album in 25 years. A document of a potent band in ascending form. The Globe and Mail. The Hip's unequivocal vision was almost fully and completely realized by that point in time. The Toronto Star. Available Friday, June 24th on double vinyl and CD at youdiscovermusic.ca. It's time for another special You Discover Music capsule from Universal Music Canada. In May 1991, the Tragically Hip played a show at the Roxy Theatre in Hollywood. The concert was recorded and broadcast by Westwood One as a radio special, but only about 40 minutes made it to the air and the concert became a bootlegger's favourite. For all you Tragically Hip fans, Universal Music Canada is releasing the complete show for the very first time. The complete Live at the Roxy show is available on CD, two LPs of vinyl, and digitally. This is the first new album from the band in 25 years. Live at the Roxy is a chance for fans to hear the band again and performing at its peak in the USA. The brand new release will come out June the 24th, and it's available to order right now at youdiscovermusic.ca. Get it now. You Discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music. Youdiscovermusic.ca. Our show is called The Texas Jam, but here's my story of the real Texas Jam. There actually is a Texas Jam. It's on the long weekend in July. July 1, 2, 3, 4. The classic rock station in Dallas, who the main guy's name is Redbeard. He's a guy with a big red beard. He and all the DJs play against rock and roll guys who all grew up playing Little League Baseball or were all in town for the Texas Jam, which is that weekend. But we go on the Friday night and play this baseball game and all the money goes to charity there in Dallas, which is really great. So I am in the middle. This is the mid-80s. I'm in the middle of a 10 and a half month tour opening for Van Halen. So there's like three days off. I haven't been home in months. There's a couple of days off there. I say, okay, look, I'm going to skip playing the baseball game on the Friday night. I'm going to fly home Wednesday night. I'll have Thursday at home. I'll have Friday home. I'll come back Saturday morning. There's a direct flight from Vancouver right to Dallas. And they say, are you sure you want to go? I've got to go home. I've got to go home. I've got a wife and kids. I haven't seen them in forever. I fly home Wednesday night. I have Thursday at home. It's really wonderful. Friday at home. Saturday morning, I get to the airport. It's about 6 in the morning. I get on the flight on Air Canada. And you've had this happen to you. It happens all the time. The pilot comes on. He says, welcome to flight, blah, blah, blah. If you're not going to New York, you're on the wrong flight. 
He says, we're going to LaGuardia. And I go, what? The plane's already pulled away from the gate and they're on the runway. And I stand up and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, stop the plane. And she's going, sit down, sir, sit down. So I'm saying, the pilot just said, if you're not going to LaGuardia Airport in New York, you're on the wrong plane. I am on the wrong plane. I don't understand this. She comes and looks at my ticket and it says 3C. And she said, well, amazingly, you're on the next flight that's leaving from that gate. And we were delayed. It's amazing they let you on because nobody is in your seat, 3C. That's why you came on. But you need to go back there. Now, we can't go back. We have left the landing gate and the next plane that you're supposed to be on, which is also half an hour late because we were late. You've got to get on that plane. I said, well, I have to get off of here. I've got to go to Dallas, Texas. She said, well, that's where that plane is going. So the pilot stops the plane there in the middle of the field, and I can't get off it. It's, uh, they bring out a truck, and on the back of the truck is a ladder. So they pull up to the plane, they open the door, and this is like, you know, steps are in the back of a truck, big white steps to the big white truck. And so the whole plane is booing me and clapping. I'm getting off the plane, I'm walking down, and then I've got to walk over all the way back to the real gate, walk up the stairs that are from the runway, all the way up the stairs, and then get into my real seat. Like, I am sweating bullets. I get on the plane, it takes off for Dallas. I get to Dallas, it's about one o'clock in the afternoon. The Texas jam is about to start at two o'clock. A driver picks me up, I have everything arranged. He picks me up and he says, hi, I'm the driver. I said, I'm here for the Texas jam, take me right to the gig. And he says, what band are you with? And I say, BTO, back return overdrive. And he says to me, are you the new drummer? And my world stops again. I go, what? He said, well, they were playing last night. The drummer uh, tripped on first base and tore his hamstring. He's been in the hospital all night on drugs and they're fixing his leg. He can't play drums. And I go, you're kidding. And he says, no. So I go to the gig and Gary Peterson, who's our drummer, actually that happened. He had tripped and ripped his hamstring and is in a lot of pain. He tries to play at our sound check. He passes out because he's on Demerol or some painkiller. And I go to our drum roadie, Billy Chapman, and say, Billy, this is your big chance. You're playing drums with BTO at the Texas Jam. And Billy Chapman did play drums, and he stayed on drums because Gary Peterson couldn't play for months. That's my memory of the Texas Jam. So here we go with Fred Turner on vocals, Bachman Turner Overdrive from our album. It's called Texas Cannonball. I lost it all on the Texas Cannonball, BTO. Now we're going to get to a song that's old and also new. Way, way back, told you about Buddy Holly coming from Lubbock, Texas. His band was Sonny Curtis, was in the band and wrote a lot of the songs with Buddy Holly. Here's a song that Sonny Curtis wrote alone that was put out by the Bobby Fuller Four. It's called I Fought the Law and the Law Won, redone later by Green Day, the band from San Francisco, 1987, led by Billy Joe Armstrong. And here we go with I Fought the Law, Green Day. Time for a little Canadian blues in here. And Mr. Colin James, who's one of my favorite Canadian music creators, plays great blues rock guitar, great voice. And here he is celebrating our Texas jam. Mr. Colin James has just came back to say goodbye. Her nickname was Pearl. Her real name was Janice Joplin. And we're closing the show with her and her voice only. There's no musicians on it. It's just her voice. Janice Joplin, 1971, with a song called Mercedes-Benz. You've been listening to Randy's Vinyl Type. You can unbuckle your seatbelt. The ride is over. The show was produced by Todd Elvidge. I'm Randy Backman. The research was my son, Tal Backman. Think and do something green. Keep the rock rolling. And come on back to the tap. Brought to you by You Discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music.